0: Listener Production. Like finding that op shop bargain, Ka-ching! these boys come pre-worn. And maybe need a wash. Oh, my word. It's Matt and Alex
1: all day breakfast.
2: Well, Matt, did
3: you take part in the Sydney Marathon on the weekend?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. i tell you what I almost did. I stepped out of the pub and caught up with a friend uh, after a cheeky, you know, one or two. Running to catch the bus. Oh, you ran for the bus. Well, yeah, yeah. And I when I ran past two people, actually, their friend had just tripped over, but they were helping him up, and they were in Sydney Marathon gear. And oh, they were hobbling, rough. man. I tell you what, I, I didn't feel jealous. They looked like they had some nasty uh, blisters. So congrats to all the uh, Band-Aid companies out there just raking it in. <laughs>
3: Yeah, Band-Aid companies on Marathon Day are to rose growers on Valentine's. I tell you what, they just lick their lips down at the old uh, bandage
2: store. Sydney Band-Aid store. Hey, shout out to the Kenyan uh, runner Moses Kibet, who won the first Sydney Marathon since the pandemic, as stated by Sydney Morning Herald. Moses got it in, get this, two hours, seven minutes and three seconds. Fastest marathon time on Australian soil. That...
3: Is insane. I Isn't watched it? the latest James Bond on the couch, and I would have hit play. He would have had time to run the marathon and then come
2: back and <laughs> got, probably got finish off his- your popcorn <laughs> by the end. Yeah, incredible stuff. Oh, Fastest man. woman was Ethiopian uh, Tiges Germa Getachew with the time of two hours 25 as well. So just incredible stuff there, endurance athletes. And don't worry, you know, I put in a bit of an effort as well on the weekend. You know, well, you gotta be an endurance athlete to do what I do as well.
3: You know, keep their hydration up is the only uh, <laughs> part of that you partook in. But no, it's not the only sporting uh, happening over the weekend. I might tell you about where I watched a few of the footy games that went on. We're also got producer brought in for some clickfish. Shall we get the cutlery and tuck into this all day breakfast, Matt?
2: Let's go, let's go, let's go. It's going to be a big one. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready?
3: Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go,
0: here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast.
3: Matt O'Kine, have you watched the trailer for the new live action Little Mermaid?
2: Oh, I haven't, but I know the whole, like, she's black now and so people are losing their mind. Man, yeah, that new actor who's playing... Ariel in this
3: uh, version, Halle Bailey, darker skin than the original cartoon version. Mm. But in the same way that the Lord of the Rings had to recent, there was like articles coming out about Lord of the Rings racism where people like are really concerned it's elves. <laughs> there are black elves in the world. I I always see articles that it's happening more than I see the overt racism—it sort of gets brought in in the articles, kind of thing. But mm. I also saw wonderful videos of young children who see Halle Bailey on screen. They're like, "Oh my god, she looks like me!" Like it's yeah, I love I mean, her. Uh, stuff.
2: Look, I, when when I'm like watching things with Sophia, I I think about that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, did I tell you even recently? Did I tell you when when Bell showed Sophia the bananas ad? The, no,
3: you what know
2: that na na You know that's the na that. I know, classic ad I know banana boat do no it's banana na 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 you know right okay anyways look classic ad iconic Belinda showed Sophia mm. you know once and then after the ad finished I look at Belle she's crying and I was like what's <gasps> going on and she was like I just just realised that there's um, no people of colour at all in that ad and I would never would have noticed that growing up but now mm. watching Sophia there's just no one that there's so many kids in the ad and there's yeah. none that that sort of represent her, and she's like, "Oh, it must have been so difficult for you growing up, um, yeah, to, to not have seen that." Well, twenty five years ago, what was it like for you, Matt? Oh, I mean, Ernie Dingo was basically the only brown person on TV, like quite quite <laughs> yeah. seriously, yeah. Um, that I sort of even like that I remember growing mm-hmm. up watching with. I think a little bit earlier was Kamal. I missed that sort mm-hmm. of whole thing. Um, but you know, I think that that's why I was, um, you know. Like when I first started acting, that's why I end up getting cast in all these like mermaid shows, you know? Yeah. Like because um, right,
3: 'cause they're <laughs> set in the
2: Caribbean. No. Just cause kids are able to suspend their disbelief enough <laughs> to know that there's like there's mermaids floating around. I'm sure they don't mind that there's a brown buddy dolphin trainer in there as well, you know? Well, that's
3: that's the thing that I that these these people who have a problem with um <laughs> these sort of things. They are willing to suspend their disbelief that there's a ring that holds magical powers (laughs) and an eye that can see everything on a tower and orcs born of goop. But an an elf has more melanin than elves previously. And it's
2: like, hang on, this is not part of the world. I know, it's so funny. I mean, it's like, the same thing happens with Bond, though, remember? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, there's the, the whole argument about I think yeah. Idris Elba was sort of being yeah. put forward to do it, and people are like, but James Bond isn't brown. And it's like, oh, I don't think the creator cares yeah. at this point. Like, there's been enough white blondes to have a brown one. Like, yeah. it's okay. And
3: he's like, what, he can't be brown? Yeah, Pierce Brosnan can't surf a glacial <laughs> tidal wave with a kite either. <laughs> he can't do that. <laughs> And it keeps
2: getting in <laughs> it's the most believable thing in the whole film is, is someone? <laughs> is that bond being brown is more believable than anything else that bond ever does
3: it's the same <laughs> it's oh, that's it's so it's so rough like this lady's got darker skin yeah she's half a fish talking to a crab mate she's a half fish crab person <laughs> Is it exhausting though, like having, you know, these like the think pieces constantly? Cause I, I've felt like this is like a maelstrom of think pieces about these kind of things. And there's there's the original racism and then there's the backlash against the racism. And there's all this talk about the reboots and the all that sort of stuff.
2: It's just people like sh- t- telling it on themselves. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're just exposing who they are and what their thoughts are. So I never really worry about it. You, you It is the same conversation that keeps sort of happening. And so, um, mm like you sort of see it with this and you're like oh well they've done it now people still get angry. Do you know what I find funny? Do you know honestly what I found funny which I was not expecting is that when the other guy came out, right? Your
3: TV series, yeah? Yep.
2: Yeah, featuring myself um and the um there's a an actress, great Irish actress called Valine Kane mm-hmm. um who plays my will they won't they, you know, ex partner, are they going to get back together, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. There's, you know, um, I wouldn't say sex scenes, but there's intimate scenes between us, etc. Anyway, I wasn't expecting at all. People on Twitter being like, I can't believe this disgusting interracial relationship being shown on TV. What? Like multiple accounts. I know. I was like, what is this is it was just it was farcical at oh what God. people were getting angry about. I'm like, I cannot believe. That this is you're even wasting your time doing this. So
3: they're happy with 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 sex scenes as long as they're people with the same ethnic it's backgrounds. It's still
2: weird, but yeah, people still doing that sort of stuff. So there's still people out there that live like that. So it's like, yeah, nothing surprises me anymore. That is so wild.
3: That's such a weird thing to be you know upset about. When much like the other unbelievable things in the world is Matt O'Kind getting some action. I mean. <laughs> How am I meant to be? As a TV viewer, Matt, how am I meant to suspend my belief and, uh, you know,
2: that anyone would like me world. enough to actually put their lips on this thing? No, thanks. Oh, my Lord. Black, white, whatever. I wouldn't be touching it if I was you. Anyway, we wish uh, the new Ariel all the best. Exactly. And I'm sure one day there'll be an Asian Ariel and a Middle Eastern Ariel and all the Ariels. There's enough aerials to go around. Literally everyone can have an aerial. This is like Oprah. You've got an aerial. (laughs) Check under your seats. You've got an aerial. You've got an aerial. It's It's like a TV repair shop. Aerials all around.
3: And I hope in the next 12 months, every single person who is outraged and complaining about TV shows casting people of ethnicities that they haven't seen before in those roles can start Writing tweets towards the fossil fuel companies for killing our planets. <laughs> yeah, you
2: focus your energy on something a little bit better. All day breakfast. Alex, I'm going to take you back to 1997. Australia is playing Iran in the World Cup qualifying match. Okay. All they need to do is win. I think they're up 2-0 or something. Right. Cruising. Now, Cruise control. 12-year-old Matt O'Kine thinks we're in the bag. Better get the beauty sleep for tomorrow morning's day at school. So I go to bed. I go to school the next day. People are in tears. Right? <laughs> oh <my>. Australia <sighs> hasn't made it. Mm. Final goals in the last dying minutes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, mm-hmm. Right? And the reason why I bring that story up is because it always happened on the weekend. Right? I'm watching the Sydney Swans <laughs> and. They're ahead. And I think, yeah, you know what? It is time to go upstairs and give Sophia a bath. Mm. They've got this one in the bag. That's what I (laughs) literally thought. I come down to pandemonium. Yeah. Commentators screaming, Twitter going off. It is ablaze with excitement. And they almost missed out.
3: I tell you what, it was pretty gangbusters at the SCG over the weekend, watching Collingwood versus the Sydney Swans. Despite our show on Friday, saying there was a bit of a superstition that could have meant that Collingwood got over the line. Alas, one point. The first one-point final since the 90s.
2: Did you? Were you there?
3: I was just watching on TV, mate. Oh, it was, Flights God, were $1,600 so one way from Melbourne to Sydney. <laughs> oh. And it was a great... And people were crying. You could see after the game, Collingwood fans crying. The amazing season came to an end in two very close finals. The Cats beat them. They were, the scores were level. Cats kicked a goal with a minute 30 to go a couple of weeks ago. Swans in the last two minutes, 30, holding on. Um, It was an amazing game. And I was watching the footy there over the weekend. That was just at home. But on Friday night, I was watching the Cats Brisbane game uh, mm-hmm. down at the Janjuk pub down at the beach. What were you doing down at Janjuk? Mate just being an absolute legend. <laughs> Hanging out down near the beach, yeah, having yeah, one right. of the most extensive chicken parmigiana menus around. Cop this you got your traditional palma. Mm. You've got your Hawaiian palma, the aloha pineapple on top. Ooh. We then move into the Mexican palma with jalapenos. <laughs> We've got the language. carbonara palma mm. <laughs> with carbonara sauce. Have and you got bacon. the pump the pal- I'm sure it was on there. But once the bistro closed up, they chucked us in the other room, went to go and have a seat at this table. Three dudes watching the footy on the table, 12 empty seats. And I'm like, oh, sorry, guys, can we-, can we Grab one of these chairs. He goes, "No, they're all saved." What? Three dudes saving twelve seats. I counted them.
2: Right. And did he say they're all saved because we've got a busload? Were the were the cats cats coming coming back to Janjuk after a big win? I don't know, but surely
3: there's a certain percentage. What are the rules on seat saving? Can one person save literally? Any? what? What's All the seats? So it's three You've out got of 15, that's, some sort that's of- 20% of
2: the seats are being used and the rest are, are out in the open. No, that's not on. That's like when you go to a restaurant or, you know, like a, a bar and they're like, it's like 12 o'clock and, you, and you're like, can I sit here? And they're like, no, it's reserved. And it says like reserved from 2 p.m. And yeah. You're like, yeah. But I, I will be gone. I will be, I will be but a dream by then, guys. <laughs>
3: in and yes. out. <laughs> So I was wondering about seat-saving etiquettes and whether you had some, uh, some tales of the seat-save. Andrew says he drives a tractor and he constantly comes back to a dog on the seat.
2: Oh, <laughs> tell you what, you want a three-year-old? <laughs> oh, no, this is my pillow. No, it's not. <laughs> It has fake hair on it from the movie shoot, okay? I can assure you it's my pillow. Get off my side of the bed.
3: Jamie says, I hate going to the MCG and there's thousands of items of clothing on empty seats. You can't just reserve three seats with a single scarf. I tell you what, the scarf does a lot of heavy lifting at the footy.
2: Mate, there's there's news articles at the moment about these people who go down to the uh, little cabanas on the beach. Oh, yes. You know, leave the book and the and the towel. And then, buddy, hop on a tuk-tuk and go all around town all day just so they can come back in the afternoon for a little margarita.
3: Oh, I don't think so. No one gets it all day. Well, Erica has given us a ring as well. day, Erica. Hello,
1: boys.
2: Now, Erica, you, uh, you've, you know, Queenslander, such as myself, you've headed to Suncorp Stadium once or twice. What's the seat saving story from there?
1: I don't know if it's as much of a seat-saving story as it's a case of mistaken seating, but we are at the, the stadium watching the Bronx and my partner, several screeners deep at this point, has gone to get another round. And he was gone for the longest time, like ages. And eventually he's come back with just this look on his face of just, I don't know, he was mortified. And he just sat down next to me and just stared ahead. Like, what happened to you? (laughs) What's wrong? And he just shook his head and he couldn't say anything. Just looked shell shocked. Yeah, he he genuinely looked like horrified. So, anyway, I've finally coaxed it out of him. And what's happened is he's gone, get his beers, and he's gone back to the wrong gate and sat. (laughs) in what he thought was our seats. And he thought I'd just gone to the bathroom So he's sitting there. (laughs) Okay. And this guy comes and sits down in what he thought was my seat. And (laughs) my partner's staring at him, just looking at it, like staring him down, fuming. Just trying to
3: Superman laser beam
1: eye him out of the chair. I think he said something to the effect of, are you right, mate? <laughs> Apparently, he nearly got into a bit of a biff with this guy, and then eventually he just sort of sat there and looked forward, fuming, and oh. he looked at the goalposts and he's like, "Hmm, they don't look the same," <laughs> and it dawned on him, and he's gone for the wrong oh, no. game. <laughs> That's
3: incredible, Erica. Oh, my goodness. Well, you you
1: were reunited
2: Reunited in the end. That's the main thing. Yeah,
3: well, thank you for telling us your Subcourt Stadium scooter seat saving shell shock shenanigans. (laughs) And um, we will uh, talk to you next time. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. (laughs) You too.
0: Click, 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 click. Clickfish, clickfish,
1: with producer Bron.
3: Yes, it's time to welcome to a Monday, LeBron
2: James, producer Bron. Hello, hello. You know, I heard LeBron gets uh, hair plugs. Really? <laughs> really? Yeah. He's, I mean, that's he's got I a challenging heard, hairline. He's got a very good, strong hairline. So yeah, I mean, we talked about Turkish hairlines last week. LeBron's name came up in the article as someone, not necessarily who's got a turkey, but just someone who may have had some assistance. I don't want to get defamed by LeBron. I'm not saying it definitely happened. I'm just saying his name came up in the article.
3: Well, I saw the most... Sorry, Bron, we'll get to this segment in a (laughs) second. (laughs) Matt and I just talking for a bit. Saw the most meta ad for the hair plugs or the hair treatments by the company who puts on ads of, like, when was your turning point to get hair stuff. And he says... My turning point was when I saw the ads asking about, when's your turning point? Really? Yeah, they've gone, like, full. (laughs) (laughs) And my mate's going to be, oi, Damo, when's your turning point, mate? (laughs) She's like, well, that is my turn. It's like, wow, it's just this real meta wormhole of a hair Um, thing. Anyway, how are you, Bron? Yeah,
0: you're right, Bron. What's
2: happening? What's been (laughs) happening?
0: Um... (sighs) Yeah, not, not not too much in the hairline game, but this first one is from news.com. Headline, feels illegal. Grocery hack Reddit. horrifies.
2: <laughs> Reddit. <laughs> because I do it. I do it already. I, now, yeah. I am very scared. We've had
3: a few supermarket hacks over the years, Bron, mm-hmm. and they have just been bought, like, save money in your grocery bill. Buy things that are cheap.
2: I know, I see, and this this is exactly what this is, and I think that, (laughs) Alex Dyson, you're going to go, of course.
3: I'm sure I will. What is the
2: hack, Bron,
3: of of groceries?
0: So, apparently, shoppers are going wild after finding out a grape hack, which many said feels illegal because someone on TikTok posted a video where you can just buy a small amount of the grapes and pay Whatever it is per kilo, yep. rather than buying, say, like what they come in, which is that little handbag <laughs> of the grapes.
2: <laughs> Biggest con in supermarket history, honestly. I get angry when I see those big bags of grapes because they are. It's just tricking consumers. It annoys me so much.
0: I didn't, yeah, I honestly did not realise you could go less than a full bag. Oh, I always grab just a
2: little bunch, always. Just a little bunch of grapes. As if I'm going to, no one needs a kilo of grapes.
3: Can I do that with, like, cherry tomatoes as well or something? You know, just open up that little punnet and take out a few few extra cherry tomatoes I don't need. No, you
2: can't eat. because you buy them by the punnet. You don't buy mm. the grapes by the bag. You buy them by the kilo. Okay, it's all depending mm-hmm. on the pricing. Mm-hmm. Now, you can also split bananas in the bunch. I do it. Yeah. I don't you, care. You can do that. Split, yeah. Take, rip, rip tomatoes off the vine. Whatever. I don't care. Take <laughs> the, <laughs> break the stalk off the broccoli. That's
3: getting a little bit illegal, <laughs> I think.
2: Slightly illegal. Take a wing off a chicken. I don't <laughs> care, mate. <laughs> okay, so did you not know, have you been buying big, huge, like plain luggage sizes of grapes, Bron? Well, have you been doing that? To be
0: honest, it's turned me off grapes altogether because I was like, and I do like a cheeky grape every now and then, so it's just turned me off getting any at all because I didn't realise you could just get a normal small amount.
2: Oh, see, they're shooting themselves in the foot, these absolute clowns. Too greedy. All right. Thanks, Bron. Next up.
0: So, this one's from 10 News San Diego, not, yes. our, not our local 10 News. <clears throat> Headline I really loved this. I thought it was a Batuta Advocate article, honestly, but it was <laughs> Research finds turning off air conditioning during the day can save money.
3: <laughs> oh uh, who put their lab coats on and investigated this one, Bron? It was the. Who-
0: <laughs> University of Colorado. I oh do research, did Lord. they? The UOC. <laughs> they did a study on it. Um, they looked at three different scenarios. So first scenario, someone left their air conditioner running all day. The second scenario, someone turned it off for four hours. And then the third one was somebody turned it off for a full workday, eight hours. Now they found, surprisingly, shockingly, Homes that turned their air conditioning off for eight hours <laughs> saw the greatest energy savings of those three groups.
3: Oh my god! Um, well, that's that's amazing, Bron. Both stories you've brought in absolutely groundbreaking, mind-boggling <laughs> events here, where the less you buy of something, the cheaper it is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Wow. I didn't know. I, I've just been leaving it all running just constantly. My car's on right now. <laughs> I, can't, I, I have no idea why I'm spending so much money on petrol. It's literally just sitting there running.
3: <sighs> please, please tell me that they've been roasted for this, putting this study out.
0: Um, yes. I, I did see it a few a few times on Reddit and and people are, you know, not buying it. People are saying this is just like the laziest university student running a study.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Actually, in breaking studies that I did on the weekend, apparently the more beers you drink, (laughs) the drunker you get. (laughs) You're right. Matt Matt
3: drank eight (laughs) beers. I drank four. Bron had none. And Matt was the biggest animal of the day. (laughs)
2: Anyway, look, I, I think it's going to have to take some uh, backup, you know, investigations. Oh,
3: so. oh, it must be peer-reviewed. No, <laughs> so I'm going to be heading out this weekend to making sure <laughs> of your study, Matt. But uh, listen, Brad, thank you very much once again for coming in. Thank you. And we will catch you later. And look, you listening, I'm going to have to chat to you again later soon because we are about to wrap this bad boy up.
2: Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure joining us on this Monday. Thank you so much. I mean, it's it's been an absolute pleasure joining you. You say it's been a pleasure joining us. Yeah, I mean, but what I mean (laughs) is us joining you. Yeah. All right. (laughs) See you tomorrow. Same time, same place. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Bye.
3: It'll be a pleasure again for you tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) See you soon.
0: That's it. The all day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alice.